Welcome to the Life Melbourne podcast. We're so glad you're joining us for another hope-filled message. We pray that you're encouraged by this powerful word from our Sunday service. It's Christmas time. Can you believe it? <laughs> I still keep going, oh my gosh, it's Christmas time. We've got an amazing son. His name's Zion. He's 12 going 13. And he goes, Dad, do you reckon this is the year I get a, get a phone? He goes, what do you want a phone for? I know mum wants to get him a phone. So then mum knows where your little boy is all the time. And not out of a weird place, but out of a, a, a mum place. And uh, I said, mate, you don't need one of those. I didn't have one until I was 18. Mind you, back then, what is it, like 25 numbers you could store? So you're like, who do you cut off your friend group? And uh, so he said, like, what? So how did you survive? Like, how did you, like, how did it work? He goes, like, I only really want it so that way, like, I can obviously communicate with you guys and let you know where I am and what time I'll be home. And then also, like, with friends, if we're going to meet somewhere, we can make sure we can meet there and we can just, like, message each other and make sure that everything's still the same. And I'm like, so he said, how did it work? I said, mate, how did it work? We said we'd be there. And we turned up. And if they weren't there, we sat. And we waited. And then they turned up. And if they didn't turn up, we sat. And we waited. And then we walked home. Well, you realise that your mum forgot picking you up from school and you weren't going to text her. The option was to go to the school office and try and call her, but... But there was something in the Word. We used to just say, I'll be there. So he's like, so on a Friday, you would tell your friends that you'll meet them on a Sunday at a certain place and you just be there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was complicated, mate. There were tough times, son. Mind you, we were walking bare feet in the snow to get to wherever we got to and, you know. Yeah. And we met them there. And I felt like God say, my promise hasn't changed. When I said I'd meet them, I'll meet them. And His Word tells us if we seek Him with all of our heart, He'll meet us there. You know, no, like, like, give me three points. I, I ain't got three points. All I know is that when I've sought God, I realised the whole time He's always been seeking me. And it was the moment I turned my attention to the one that is greater, to the one who is higher, to the one who actually is in control. And the moment I turned my attention towards Him, He met me there. And He met me there in the dark place. And He met me there on the mountaintop. And He met me when I couldn't see. And He met me in that place where He showed me things I couldn't dream. He met me all the way along. And I was thinking about this through the Bible and I was thinking far out. The Bible is just full of times where God met them there. Just met them there. He met them through a burning bush. 
He met them through the walls coming down. He met them through the parting of the sea. And we look at our situation and go, God, how could you meet me there? Just read where He's met people. And you just know that you know He'll meet you where you are. He'll say, I'll be there. And you can trust that He'll be there because He's faithful from the beginning and He's faithful to the end because now and forever He reigns. You know, some people could say is, hey, like with this whole COVID thing and unvaxxed, vaxxed and all that kind of stuff, like we should just make church a place where we don't talk about it. Part of me goes, yeah, amen. But another part of me goes, that would just be wrong because it's so personal. We're all navigating stuff on the byproduct of something that none of us invited, none of us asked for. We didn't ask for the reality we'd have to navigate what it looks like for our work environment. We didn't ask to navigate the reality of what homeschooling feels like. We didn't ask for the reality of what it's gonna be to make decisions in regards to something that we're somewhat confident, I'm not sure. We're not asked, we, we weren't asked to have to deal with the reality that we have loved ones now who might be saying, hey, I just wanna keep a little bit of distance for some time. And we didn't ask for the reality that we had to go to a place where we have to run multiple services. We didn't ask for all of that. But if we don't talk about it, then we don't give room for God to come into it. And God's saying, I wanna meet you there. Come on, we can't go through 18 months of what we've gone through and then just walk in these doors and pretend like everything's okay, nothing's going on. No, I believe God wants to meet us in the weariness of the situation. I believe He wants to meet us in the confusion, in the anger, in the frustration. He wants to meet us in the place where we feel like we know all the answers. And He wants to tell you, maybe just don't know as much as you think. He wants to meet you in the place where you just make a call. Why don't they? He says, because they're on a different journey. Just let them walk. Just know that I'm there too. In the same way I'm with you, I'm with them and we're gonna do this together. And I thank you and I honour you, church, for the commitment to stay united. I love the culture of this house. But I wanna tell you, we have gotta keep opening it so God can meet us there. There is hurt there that God wants to heal. There's anger there that God wants to provide peace to. I know you've been standing a long time, but I have to stand the whole service. So <laughs> These guys are gonna stand for three, so. <laughs> are you okay, Sammy? It feels right, it feels right. If you're new to church, next week we'll sit down. It's, please, please come back. Everybody in, at home in bed right now are like, suckers, I'm under the sheets. <laughs> to the one who's exhausted all avenues to be loved and accepted. The woman at the well would say to you, he'll meet you there. For the one who feels like their promise is gone, and you've lost every, the only thing you had, the widow with the dead son would say, he'll meet you there. For the one who is, you've battled pain, and nobody seems to have the answer. The woman with the issue of blood would say, push through because He'll meet you there. To the one who's known Jesus and experienced real God encounters, yet at the same time still struggles to believe and you carry doubt, Thomas would say to you, it's okay. He'll meet you there. To the one who's always in, you're full of faith. You promised you'd go all the way, but temptation, accusation and intimidation has come at you. And to your own disarray, rather than declaring Him, your actions have denied Him. 
Peter would say to you, he'll meet you there. He'll meet you there. To the one who sees the needs and knows that we'll never have enough. The little boy with the five loaves and the two fish, he'll say to you, he'll meet you there. Hmm. To the one who feels used and confused, as you gave your all to what the world's culture promised would satisfy, and yet now the same world is condemning you, the woman caught in adultery. As Jesus was stooped down next to her, He would look up at you and say, He'll meet you there. He'll meet you there. To the one who had everything in God, but wanted to go your own way and you found yourself now empty with nothing, living off scraps, could I encourage you, turn back to God. Because the prodigal son will tell you, He's running to you right there. Our God is a miracle working God. Our God is a miracle working God. And in this season, we need to see an outbreak of miracles. In this season, we need to see the reality of the supernatural hand of God move. And in a moment, we're going to sing that second song that we did. I love it. It's power in the name of Jesus. But I'm actually going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to invite you just to have a seat quickly. Because you may have received an email from me this week. um, And can I encourage you, I I try not to email more than we need to, but there's obviously been a lot of communication coming our way. uh, And we just wanna navigate that and inform everybody the same. Uh, But you may not have opened it, but I sent an email this week to everyone about just an important update in regards to Pastor Paul's health. Pastor Paul, if you don't know, is our senior pastor. We're one church based in two countries and now I think we've got seven campuses. And, um, and Pastor Paul and Marie pioneered life 30 years ago, leaving the shores of Australia to go to New Zealand. Start a church that would just say, could we believe that we could impact and change our generation with the reality of Jesus and authentically love God and love people and just let Him lead us. And we stand here today on the back of that God commission and the faithfulness of our senior pastors who have not stopped saying yes. Well, the reality is, is that uh, over recent weeks, there's just been some stuff happening that just hasn't seemed right. And just over a week ago on Friday, went to get an MRI scan. And numbers of years ago, Pastor Paul battled uh, a health crisis in regards to having melanoma in his neck. And praise God, that was, uh, seemed to be all clear and everything was good. But this MRI scan, unfortunately, revealed the reality that there's actually cancer through past, uh, melanoma through Pastor Paul's body and in his brain. And the truth of it is, is we need a miracle. Like it, there's, we need a miracle. And that's not out of a place of fear. That's out of a place of knowing our God can. Our God has before and He'll do it again. We are in a house of miracles. We have seen miracle after miracle after miracle of God's provision. And we have had a senior pastor who has fought for us and stood on the gap of behalf of the generations to believe. Could there be an opportunity to create a place that people could encounter God and He could radically change this circumstance and situation and the trajectory of our life? And the truth of it is, is right now, we need to go to that place on behalf of Pastor Paul and Marie. And so Chief, 
uh, this just uh, yesterday did a quick video for the Life family, just as an update of where they're at and then also just as an encouragement about what he believes God's speaking into this season for us. And I, don't, I love the fact that we have a senior pastor who doesn't go in these moments, oh, let's all just stand back and wait. <laughs> He's the that says, let's stand up and war. And so could we just take our attention to the screen for a few minutes and just get an update from Pastor Paul. Hey everyone, I wanted to take a moment to update and particularly thank so many people globally for your prayer, your support, your love, and to update you exactly where we're at. Uh, As you may be aware or not aware, this week I will be going in for some melanoma brain surgery, and we do need miracles. We need God to step in and with His grace, with His power and love, to really invade my physical world. But at the same time, we know that there is a God that stands with us in every season. And I do pray today that this will be an encouragement for many that are facing a battle that's too big for them because God is larger than the things that come across our path. And in the middle of it, He reveals His peace and His strength. I think the answer to some people that have said, well, why would God be doing this? I believe there's a bigger picture at play. I think the enemy is really stirred up and he knows that the Father is about to bring a revival of forgiveness, of healing. He's going to bring the wonder of the supernatural into focus and many, many people globally are going to discover that love and forgiveness. And so Marie and I are extremely humbled by everyone that is standing with us. The hours of prayer It makes a difference. The enemy has no answer when we rise up in the power and the authority of the supernatural. And literally, we are asking you to stand and fight with us, but not just for us, but for every person that needs a supernatural miracle. Now is the time we know God is saying, it's time to fight, it's time for war. It's time for us to let the enemy know Whatever he suggests has no authority. And as we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, we don't need to fear, but we need to stand in faith in who God is. Not just what God can do, but who he is. So I'm asking you, I'm asking you this week as we go into hospital, as we have major surgery, let's not focus on all the bits and pieces about that. Let's stand and say, cancer, you have no power over the name of the Lord our God. I think I read recently three big scriptures that God's given me throughout this last week. This is just over a week old, but one of them I wanna read again, and it's Psalm 20 verse one. Let God speak to you through this. Psalm 21, may the Lord answer you, obviously me in the day of trouble. May the name of the Lord God of Jacob defend you. May he send help from the sanctuary. I'm praying every believer, the sanctuary, we're gonna rise up and stand together and he's gonna strengthen you out of Zion. May he remember all your offerings and accept all of your burnt sacrifice, Selah, Selah, 
may he grant you according to your heart's desire. That's God's plan for your life and fulfill all your purpose. He will rejoice in your salvation. That's our God. And in the name of the Lord, our God, he will set up our banners. It's time to put banners up to say, devil, you aren't got an inch. You can't take a mile. Now I know that the Lord saves the anointed. He will answer him from his heaven and he will strengthen and with his saving strength and his right hand. See, some trusts in, trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name, the name of our Lord, our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have risen up and stand upright. Save, Lord. May the King answer us when we call. This is a time for all of us to call on the name of the Lord, not just in respect of our miracle, but every miracle we need. And I'm telling you, the enemy is being shut down. This is a day where we will see an increase of salvation, of power, of the wonder of God moving. And together, because of the name of Jesus, we stand. Let me finish just with this thought. I've been thinking all week, we do not wrestle against flesh, which is my naturalness and blood. There is no wrestle because the blood of Jesus has the final say. And I want you this week as we pray, go into surgery and on behalf of everyone that needs a miracle, begin to declare, but God, he is able. Amen, amen. Come on, why don't we stand to our feet? I believe God is going to meet us there. And He's also going to meet you there. And this is going to be a moment, the next five, 10 minutes we have, I honestly believe there's going to be a transaction of heaven in this place. I actually believe there's going to be a rising up, that the fresh authority of God is going to rise on the inside of us. Come on, we're going to take a moment to pray. And if you've got any area that you're going, God, would you meet me there? God, would you meet me here? Would you meet me in this area? Would you meet me in this circumstance? Would you meet me in this place? I'm believing that God literally, He's gonna move as we lift up and we declare the Name of Jesus. We're gonna pray for our senior pastor. We're gonna pray a move of God in this moment. We're gonna believe for cancer to be gone in Jesus' Name. So we're gonna pray united. We're gonna pray collective, but then we're gonna worship and we're gonna see an exchange. For He humbled Himself and became a death, obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted Him to the highest place and gave Him the name that is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that He is Lord. Come on, all over this place, let's lift up our hands. Let's lift up our hearts. Let's start to pray with faith. Let's start to call heaven down. Holy is Your Name. We thank You, Jesus that in You is the miraculous. God, that in You is the turnaround. I thank You that Your Word promises us that You are more than able. So Father, right now we stand here on behalf of Pastor Paul and Pastor Marie. And Father, we pray, Lord, that You would have a divine intervention. We pray that the blood of Jesus would flow over His life right now. 
God, that every cell that is cancerous, Lord, would find healing in Jesus' Name. Lord, that new life, strength, vitality would fill His bones and fill His heart. Father, we pray for His brain right now. With His swelling, I ask it decrease. I pray, Lord, that this cancer would be removed in Jesus' Name. You are the great physician. You are the great I am. You're the one who is more than able. And Father, I pray for every situation represented here and at home. God, we believe for a miracle in Jesus' name. We trust that you are encouraged by this powerful message. You always have a place to call home here at Life. And we invite you to join us for our Sunday services at our Melbourne campus. If you're not in Melbourne, then join us for Church Online, wherever you are in the world. Just head to lifeau.org to stay connected and find out more.